Welcome to episode nine of Expressing Our Idiocy. Today we sit down with Ricky Simone out of the UFC. He's 2-0 in the UFC right now in the Bantamweight division. He's on a seven-win streak. He's got five fights in the calendar win in the calendar year, all wins. And we are so blessed to have this opportunity, man. 14-1 and all-time for his record. This dude is a straight-up out of Vancouver, Washington. He's a wrestler. He's fucking good on his feet. He's a fucking G. All right. We look forward to the interview. You guys listen, all right? Peace, Martians. Hey, we got Ricky Simone at the new place right now. How's it going, man? Good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, fresh off the win, uh, August 4th, right? How was that fight? Can you run us through that real quick? I know you're, you're like going against another wrestler, and wrestling is like your forte. Yeah. So how was that process like? What was the training like? What was the fight like? Well, uh, this opponent kind of came last minute. Uh, my original opponent that I was training for for the first six weeks of camp uh, was Benito Lopez, and then he dropped out, and then this guy stepped up within you know two weeks of the fight. So we had to kind of switch it up with a little bit different style. So um, we you know we didn't train too much specifically for him, but mm-hmm. you know we knew what we had to do to you know get the win. So damn yeah, like I felt like you really wore him down. I don't know, just throughout the fight, and then like you had an awesome double leg to that mount that was ridiculous. Yeah, that, that was that was the plan. It was kind of just push the pace on him right away because yeah. you know he he was taking the fight short notice and. Even with the full camp, I I'm, I really believe that most people can't keep up with me. Mm-hmm. So especially, you know, he's coming in the fight, you know, of two weeks, you know, unless he was like, all, you know, really staying in shape. There's no For way sure. he's going to be able to keep up with that. So, um, so yeah, that, that was the game plan, just to keep staying in his face, trying to make him back up. Yeah, do you, do you feel like that's your style, like grind it out? Like even Joe Rogan's like, you are a grinder, like in uh, your face, like wear him down and then like. I, don't know. I mean, I I wish my style was just knock him out real quick <laughs> and <laughs> and not do that. But I mean, if that's you know, I, I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to win. You know, yeah. and I I've, I've had plenty of those you know first round quick knockouts or submissions. But mm. you know if you know it, I I really think people have to like finish me to 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 get the win. You know, I'm not I'm gonna be there the entire time. Definitely. I know that uh, Chico Camus fight, dude. That was ridiculous. That was an amazing fight. Dude, that's probably my favorite fight I've ever had. <laughs> Dude, that was a fucking awesome fight. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> he, I mean, he he was a uh, you know he fought in the UFC eight times. He you know he fought Henry Cejudo, who's yeah, now like he the almost world beat champion. him too. Dude, I thought he beat him. <laughs> he lost a very close fight. And I thought I thought Chico won. You know, so and then he gets cut off of that fight. Yeah, he goes on a four fight win streak, and then you know uh, you know we, we we fight uh, you know have a five round war and you know I I you know I busted him up a little Dude, bit. You so cut him crazy. early, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I just watched the fight. It was Paul Felder. He he fought. For, I don't even know who remember who he fought, but he dropped some crazy elbows and dude, he postured up and threw some yeah. crazy. Elbows. So I remember thinking like, oh man, uh, get at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my next fight, I'm throwing I'm throwing some crazy elbows. Yeah, for sure. Um, Can you just like talk about your road to UFC and just I I listened to some YouTube video about how. I don't know if this is true or not, but you were asking why aren't they calling you or something. Someone said you got to call them, and then you called them, and then you got Bellator or UFC or something like that. I heard some YouTube interview. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a crazy thing about this sport is there's no blueprint. You know, the football players, you know, they start playing CCYF and go through middle school, high school, college, and get drafted. Right? We don't we don't really have that. You know, you fight in regional promotions and try to you know hope you get a shot at a bigger promotion and you never know if you're gonna get signed so um so yeah the, the road was definitely uh it was you know just just taking whatever fight i could you know you can't 
you know, a lot of people now are trying to be selective and trying to like pad their records and, uh, you know, not take dangerous fights. But, uh, you know, after I didn't get signed out of the, my contender series fight, I was 10 and one. And, uh, so that's when, uh, I was like, all right, I'm just going to take whatever fight comes and, uh, you know, not say that no to any opportunity, you know, no matter what, no matter the pay, uh, you know, no matter the opponent. So, and that's kind of what I did. And, you know, freaking had to kind of grind through and uh, take a bunch of fights. Uh, but, you know, but eventually made it and it paid off. That's awesome, man. So, like, what was your first in the arena fight? Do you remember? Well, um, yeah, my first amateur fight, I remember I fought at 155 pounds uh, at an event that was going on in, in the Vancouver Mall. It's called Brawl at the Mall. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, man. I fought uh, Sean Pratter, and uh, I had no idea. I, was, I had trained for a month. I don't even know if I had trained for a month yet. And uh, the gym owner at the time was like, "Do you want to? You want to fight?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's fight." You know, I was like, I was like nineteen, and uh, all I did was double leg the kid a bunch of times until he basically gave up. <laughs> um. So what was it like? Why did you want to go into the UFC? Like right after high school? Like what was your plans? Like what made you want to be a fighter? I didn't. I I never really thought I'd be a fighter. You know, I I grew up fighting my cousins, my brothers. <laughs> you know, I have a bunch of brothers. Uh, you know, we all grew up fighting, and uh, I wa I saw I watched Pride in the UFC with my dad at a young age, and I always thought those guys were crazy. I was like, hell no, you know. But I started wrestling at a very young age, and then uh, when I once I decided I wasn't going to wrestle in college, um, you know, I just worked and went to school for a year and then uh one of my buddies was fighting and i kind of he told me i'd be good at it and come try it out and um you know i even my first four fights i was just saying i was doing it as a hobby you know i didn't want to be a fighter i never thought about going pro or anything like that and next thing i know i'm four and oh then i'm five and oh then i get a title and then i you know then mm -hmm. also i'm training three times a day and it's not just a hobby you know so mm -hmm. uh so yeah i mean and then then i went pro and then i was like holy shit i think maybe i'll be able to do this <laughs> Can you like talk a little about bit about like the financial like what it's like like being like a low key fighter and like trying to make your way up and train and like work and all that stuff? Dude, it's it's not it's definitely not easy. You know, uh, we, you know, for me, I don't I don't like to complain online and you know I I I'm pretty private so I I don't I don't post and complain a bunch and uh, but it's a, it's a struggle, dude. You know, when you're trying to, especially if you're you know it's hard because you hit a point where you shouldn't be working full time. And you should be training full time, but you you can't. It's not sustainable. You know, you you, ha you have to work. So you're trying to find times to train and work, and and uh, really for your first few, even your f first few pro fights, unless you get lucky, you're really paying to fight. You know, you're paying for all the training and and time off work and stuff like that. So you're not making that much money. But then you, once you hit a little bit above the regional scene and that, then and if you you start getting sponsors and stuff like that, that's what really helps is the sponsorships. So. So yeah, so it's definitely it's definitely a struggle, and uh, you know, so that's why I'm thankful for where I'm at right now, because you know, uh, going into my uh, I was gonna defend my world title. Uh, LFA is one of the best promotions you can be in if you're trying to get signed to the UFC. They I think they've had the most signees that you know that had fought in their promotion get signed to the UFC. So um, I was gonna defend my world. I had just beaten Chico Camus. I didn't get signed to the UFC. I'm waiting. I'm kind of sitting waiting, and then LFA's asked me to defend my title uh, in March, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Should I wait or should I should I you know, wait for the UFC or should I uh, uh, take the fight? You know, and I I told myself I'm gonna take whatever opportunity comes. You know, I'm not gonna keep waiting. So I so I so I did that, 
and I told myself, uh, you know, if uh, it doesn't happen after this fight, I'm going to be done and, you know, I'm going to do something else. Because I'm a firm believer I'm going to be good at whatever I do, you know. So um, I put all my eggs in this basket and it wasn't working out. I was, uh, what was I, 12-1, uh, and one, you know, uh, LFA world champ. And it was still hard for me hard for me to pay my bills and stuff. So uh, luckily, you know, I knocked out uh, Zani and then got signed to UFC. <laughs> so it ended up working out. How was that first UFC fight? I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I seen that fight and then I seen the choke out at the end. How'd that feel? Did you, you thought you had it for sure? No, nah, man, I was getting my ass kicked. That was suck. <laughs> I fought Marab uh, Devalishvili. Uh, he's a tough dude. He's a tough dude, and uh, you know I, that was um, just uh, four weeks after you know I uh, defended my world title. So it was a kind of a quit, and that sounds kind of like a long time for people who don't fight. But four weeks is not a long time, especially when you have to cut the weight and uh, you know you have pre-existing injuries and stuff like that. So uh, you know, but uh, you know, I wasn't gonna say no. But yeah, so the fight, so if I didn't go, you know, too smoothly at first, but you know, it was exciting. I got the win, and you know, so I'm, I'm thankful for, for I, how it happened. I had watched that fight like a replay, but I didn't know the outcome. And I was watching, and you know, I was watching your choke at the end, and I was like, "Come on, fucking get him!" <laughs> I thought it was funny because I mean, I thought you had one at the end because I was like that dude that dude was gone and then he came back and he had his hat on and his little flag and he was acting like he won and then he got totally lost and that was that was a pretty funny moment how'd you feel about that you thought like what'd you feel about him saying he acting like he won and what well I, w I was I wasn't confused at first because um you know I stood up I saw his eyes like kind of like rolled back and uh, I see the ref kind of like looking at him and trying to make the decision and then he waves it off and the ref only waves it off like that. The fight's over. You know, he's not calling the round over. He's calling the fight over. So I was like, oh, I won. And then once he kind of like comes to and finally stands up, he like starts celebrating. And I was kind of like, wait a minute. Why are, you, why are you so happy right now? The ref waved off the fight. So I was I was pretty confident that I won at that point. But, but yeah. <laughs> it was uh, just kind of crazy watching him to keep his legs, to keep turning, trying to act like he wasn't about to get like pass out but you had to choke on him for like 30 seconds that was nuts yeah that was nuts that was crazy what's like some of the biggest ufc names you've got to meet since your uh contract uh well since the, oh, I, I actually stayed out at uh cowboy Cerrone's place and uh trained over at uh, jackson's in new mexico so i met like john jones and diego sanchez who was like diego sanchez was like my favorite fighter growing up so that was crazy i sparred with him and while i'm sparring with him I'm like man this is so crazy diego's trying to knock me out <laughs> but uh so john, i mean uh, probably john jones is probably the biggest name but since i've been signed i mean i fought on the same cars like frankie edgar was that's someone who's like wow that's, that's someone i've looked up to and kind of copied a little bit as a fighter so that was pretty cool how you got to meet dc i noticed that he's been commentating a lot on the ufc fights so you get to sit down and chat with him ever he commented on my fight um I, i've been in like in the same room with him and i've seen him but i've, I've never like really talked to him or anything like that not never like officially met him looking forward to it what's it just what's it like like you're in the ufc you got the big lights on you you know does it feel good like your dreams come true or yeah i mean it's still it's still new to me you know i just got signed uh in april you know so this year so i still can't believe it. I, i'm having a bad day now and just like you know I was, I was so close to like giving up you know and you know if i have a bad day now i just like kind of start laughing but man I'm, I'm in a good spot right now i'm I'm living out my dream mm. how do you like feel like deal with the pressure like one loss that's a lot in the ufc you know yeah it definitely is it definitely is uh 
I don't know. I, I've I've been on a good streak. You know, I have one loss on my record ever. I was eleven and zero as an amateur. I'm fourteen and one as a pro. Um, you know, and I responded well to my my first loss. You know, uh, I went. I'm on a seven fight win streak. So I, I've never been under any false illusions that I'm never gonna lose. And I and I knew that. I never said that even when I was undefeated. I I know the best of the best lose. So uh, you know, but that's that's a good question because um, you know that that comeback fight after a loss is is, is it is scary. So. Uh, but I, I'm confident in who I am as a fighter and who who I am as like a man. That uh, even after a loss, I'm still gonna come back. Uh, you know, as just as strong. Right on, man. Yeah, and you're kicking ass, here, dude. Five wins in the calendar year. That's nuts. <laughs> it has been busy, dude. It's been it's been busy, man. I, uh, I'm definitely. It's nice because I'm not in that like stay ready where like I have to be ready in case the UFC calls. You know, I'm here now. I'm always ready, but. At the same time, like I can like you know I can take a little bit of break in between each fights instead of, you know, just redlining twenty four seven. So what are you doing with your free time right now, man? How are you spending your time? What are you up to? <sighs> well, we're still training. We still train. You know, one or two times a day, six days a week. But uh, but it's different. Training camp training and and training just to you know improve your skills is two different things. So, you know, I'm enjoying. I've definitely been enjoying food and some beer since the fight. <laughs> I'm, I'm being a fat ass. So. Uh, uh, but yeah, I just spent some time, some, spent some time with my lady. I just got engaged after that last fight, so Damn. Uh, you know, just yeah, it's been <laughs> some a lot. Big life moves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot. It's been a lot in the last the last few months. Wow. Right on, man. Um, any news in your life besides that coming up, or? No, um, I uh, I'm hoping to get on a December card in the UFC's. I think they have two in Vegas. That'd be that'd be a dream come true to fight in Vegas. You know, instead of the contender series, was that was just like you know closed off to the public, and uh, you know I'm trying to get uh, Lil B Benito Lopez to fight me. Uh, he's pulled out of so many fights with me, so uh, you know I'm planning a planning a good call out, and uh, probably, I'm hoping he'll make the walk. I, I, it sounds like I'm bullying a kid to fight me, but he's 10 and 0 as a professional fighter, and he's in the UFC. It's like how am I bullying this kid to fight me? Right? He should he should be able to make that walk. So, like, what's the history behind that? You guys knew each other previously, or you just wanted to fight him? No, just, you know, none personal against him, but we were supposed to fight several times on the regional on the regional scene, you know, in, 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 um, in our earlier in our pro uh, pro careers, and uh, he, he pulled out of a few fights um, from, you know, you know we, we trained for fights. He pulled out of them, you know, for a, a few times. And then we got to the UFC after my first win, um, I called him out again. I was like, "All right, well, we were supposed to fight before, and now we're here." You know, it was going to be an exciting fight. Uh, he's a young prospect. I'm a young prospect. He was on the contender series, so was I. Um, it, it'd be a good fight, and then the UFC liked it. They signed us. Um, uh, one of the fights dropped out of the uh, UFC 227. They put us on the main card, which was big, and then uh, he pulls out. So uh, and then they bumped me back down to the the Fox. So. You know, uh, nothing personal against him, really, but I mean, I, mean I, I do feel like he's a little scared. I mean, that kind of screwed you over. You would have been on the main card. You would have got, like, your right. name out there, and, and that was yeah. a that was a big card, and there was a lot of good fights on that card. Yeah, it was a big card and had a good amount of buys, and and that would be my second second fight, you know, being on a being on a, a pay-per-view card. That would have been crazy. So. If you have, I mean, you want, I know you want to fight him, but if there's anybody else you could fight, who would you want to fight? Uh, Sean O'Malley. Probably be, say that's 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 probably gonna be my next victim after after uh, Lil B. I want to watch that fight. Yeah, yeah. I he is similar style. I think Sean Malley is a little bit cleaner than Benito, but you know he he's undefeated and he's from the contender series too. I'm, I'm I'm I think I'm just salty. You know, uh, Benito and Sean O'Malley got signed 
um, you know, uh, off the contender series, and I didn't. You know, so <laughs> I had to go grind. I had to take the tougher path, and I think they've been babied and nurtured a little bit more. So I'm, I'm, I'm coming to take their O's, and, uh, you know, I'm going to be the contender series killer and the, and the contender series king. You know, Sean O'Malley's kind of like a funny fighter. He's just like this stoner kid who yeah. just found out about weed and how to eat healthy, and now he's just totally like – you know that guy he hangs out with, the Tim guy or whatever, Tim Welsh? Yeah, yeah. There's guys that are so funny. They're yeah. just fucking riding each other's dicks, it seems like. Yeah. They're dope, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, like them. Like <laughs> uh, I'm going to fuck him up, but he's dope, yeah. though. <laughs> uh, that would be, be a fucking good fight. Yeah, definitely be exciting, I think. Yeah. So you're training jiu-jitsu now? Or you've yeah. been training jiu-jitsu? Yeah, no, I, I have been ever since I started fighting. I've been fighting for like seven years now. Um, but I'm a purple belt under Fabiano Scherner. I train at Gracie Baja Portland. What's that atmosphere like there? It's crazy because we have uh, Chell Sun in there. He's an MMA legend. You know, he's fought Anderson Silva twice. He's fought in UFC, and now he's signed to Bellator. You know, he's been everywhere. He's you know he's been a great teammate and mentor. And then we got you know other stars like Paige Van Zant in there, which is crazy. And uh, Ed Herman, he's been in the UFC since I think uh, the Ultimate Fighter three, I think it was. Um, you know, and uh, it, it, it's crazy, you know. Uh, our gym's been blowing up, especially this last like, year. You know, everyone's kind of realizing we're the best gym around, so they're kind of like flocking, flocking over to us. And, we, you know, we're our, our facility's getting a little bit bigger. And, yeah, so it, that atmosphere's great and the, the team's great. Are the warm-ups at that place nuts too? Like I heard the Gracie gym's warm-ups are just crazy hard. Uh, they're, they're not five minutes, like an hour long. No, 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 they're not like that. Like maybe like 15 minutes. Now okay. we're normal, normal, normal warm up. <laughs> we're not nothing crazy. Let's get to, let's get into punch each other and stuff. <laughs> I like that, man. So you got any like closing remarks? Uh, no, I, uh, not to put you on the spot. Yeah, shit. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I appreciate you guys having me on and, uh, you know, whoever's listening, give, uh, give me a follow on my, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Ricky Simone UFC. And I have a fan page on Facebook at just Ricky Simone. Right on, man. We really appreciate ha you having you on, man. It was a good time, and uh, kick some ass, bro. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah.